Everything's going to be okay. You don't have to do anything extra. I just want you to relax. Do I sound okay? You sound great, man. Great. Can I play you something that, um, that I think I created? Yes. Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your show. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Can I play you guys something that started off? Okay. Yes. I was playing this for it's Elliot. Been so long, sorry. <laughs> I was playing this. I like for, it. This is some. This is something I've been messing with. It's a new toy I got. Let me play. Oh. In my dreams. I think I created an 80s rock song. Check this out. Dreams. 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 Let's go with it. What is that app? I don't nice. know. Oh, nice. No, it's not an app. It's a, it's a, I'll have to find the name. Talent. No, it's, it's talent. just talent. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. You can't buy Sorry, talent. Joe. It's called art. Steve, <laughs> Steve starts singing and then like three mouths open up on his back <laughs> and they start to harmonize with him. Yeah. Yeah. My talent, bolt, my talent yeah. monsters. It's okay. So it's called a TC Helicon voice live play foot switch okay so elliot and i we got some pitches on uh that 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 name's a little long we got i feel like it's a working title (laughs) this is this is what it looks like it's a metal little (laughs) device that you plug a microphone into and it has like all these presets and you could sound like barry let me balance this out again you can sound like barry white Ooh. Ooh. and you can and it has like where the streets have no name is the name of the preset. And it's like a U2. It makes you sound like uh, it, it just sets your all. It sets all these presets to like cool vocal things. Well, I pitched to call it the fun box. Yes. It is a fun box. Truly, <laughs> it is. It is a fun box. There is another thing I like to call the fun box, but this is an it's this is. What do you is, that a, is that a box of uh, Lucky Charms? <laughs> hey, guys, welcome yeah, to the Valley one. cast. Hey, guys. Um, so this is the first new episode without the Valley folk office and it's a bittersweet thing, but we're in kind of like a transition mode. We're setting up the new studio for the new show and I, ca- I keep calling it the new show, but it's not really a new show. It's just a new place where we'll do the show from now on. Um, but while we're setting that all up, cause we've all been busy boys and maybe Joe can talk about it a little bit or not. Yeah, I don't know, well, or yeah sure. Let's do it all. Let's but, get nuts. But here's the thing for you listeners. Welcome to the show. Uh, the three of us have not talked really. I mean, we've got our text thread and like, I saw Joe for a second, uh, like last week or something, but um, you know, this is the first time we could, we we're catching each other up on what we've been up to during this little break where we thank Christ. And I, I, I credit Joe for this decision, but thank Christ. And we Christ. Report, we and Christ. Report, and Christ. Oh, yeah. And Christ. You said and, it was right and, there. Anti-Christ. And, and, Antichrist. Or and, pro, and, pro. 
And now I want to thank Elliot. Now <laughs> yeah, I want to thank. Now I want to thank Elliot. And you're welcome. Because and now, welcome. so I want to thank Joe, Elliot, and Christ. Um, Perfect. Holy that, Trinity. That we uh, <laughs> that we <laughs> put, put some episodes in the can, uh, so to speak, while we were out doing our own thing, and then also kind of like silently mourning the loss of the valley folk office while we kind of and 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 moving on to new things and new exciting things and all of that but i guess we'll get to all of that i think there was an emotional break we needed to take and uh now we're back and we'll have things to talk about i got a bunch i got a cool thing today which we'll show which i texted you guys but it's very exciting what do you mean you texted me I texted you guys in We've the seen your paycheck, but we don't you don't need to show us your I paycheck. I can't believe you sent us a <laughs> screenshot of your paycheck. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh yeah, I saw it. I saw it. you're right, you're right. Yeah. Now I got it. Now I got That's it. That's exciting. We can talk about that later and yeah. stuff. But yeah, this is a we'll something kind of cool said? to show you guys later too, but we'll get to that. Uh we'll get to Ooh, that. We're reconvening, baby. Reconvening. Uh, anyway, yeah, well, oh, I just yeah, said, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I'm very excited. Okay, I just, yeah, uh, I teased yeah. it. I'll get yeah, yeah, yeah. out of the way now. But <laughs> dude, on my doorstep today, didn't even know it was coming. They sent this. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna hold this up, and you'll be like, I've seen that before, but you haven't, because what this is is the manufact like the manufacturing copy of the game. So what we had previously was a uh, prototype, I guess, and there were mistakes in it. Like for instance, this box. There was a hyphen that didn't need to be there. Also, somehow the F word got in, and I'm not so talking about the bad many one. F words, like a lot. I'm like, talking about the real bad one, <laughs> like the the first bad one. <laughs> the Four. first ever. Bad. <laughs> the uh, first the, ever yeah. We uh, we we fixed a lot of imaging on the front here. This this actually used to be blurry, and that's all great now. Um, anyways, we that's the manufacturer's product, which means. It's being manufactured. I got it because it was sent via, you know, shipping from overseas. But I wish this meant it was coming out tomorrow. It doesn't. We still have to go through the rigmarole of of freight. No, yeah, and, we got to see the everywhere. dang thing before we approve but, it. Oh my god, guys! It's slicker. It feels better. Uh, cool. The the little like things that were wrong on the cards. You know how like the film strip went into the black that we didn't like. See, That's been this fixed. is all nitpicky mm. stuff though. Mm. I think, but I'm glad I no one yeah. will notice. But I'm yep. glad that you're happy with it, Joe. That's all that uh, matters. It's great, and yeah. So man, still holiday season, y'all. Bitly.com/slash/movie/movie/game. Get it because it's real. Yeah, it's a real game you can have. Still, That's so. It's cool. okay to. Oh, Elliot jumped out. I didn't know Drop if it was okay to still promote the, uh, the, uh, can you hear me now? Yes. Am I gotcha, here now? Good, good to be back on Zoom. Uh, <laughs> love being here. But, uh, love the, uh good to be yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be back. Good to be back staring at a computer. Uh, but yeah, okay. So you're happy with it and you like it and it's whatever and you're good. Okay, great. And I didn't know if it was yep. still okay to is. actually promote. The URL, so that's good to know. Yes, constantly promote because we ordered, we bulk ordered extras, and they're only going to be along around for so long. But there are extras. We do have some back order ability, so order before they're gone is kind of where we're at. We're just telling people Beautiful. to do it at the pre-order links. We didn't want to set up another store, and this just makes the most sense right now. So, right? Yay! It's Very really cool. fun. I, I want to show you guys. It just seems like even the printing is slicker. Violet, you're turning and- violet. <laughs> Violet, you're turning violet, Violet. Violet, you're turning violet, Violet. Man, that dad from Willy Wonka is in the same echelon as Red from 
uh, that oh, 70s that show. That 70s show? <laughs> just a dad. Yeah. Like, that yeah. is a dad. Yeah. <laughs> like the, uh, the, the, what's that Christmas movie with the lamp? Yes. Christmas story. Same energy. Yeah. Man, that yeah, guy. Yeah couldn't stand him when i was a kid like i've talked about this before i thought the movie just made now you are that guy (laughs) yeah Yeah. i appreciated him before i was a dad but when i was a kid i couldn't watch that movie i felt like it was like i didn't get it yet i didn't understand the humor i thought it felt dirty like it made me feel dirty and i wanted to feel magic at christmas you know why because it truly is like kind of a gritty christmas great way to put it yeah. yeah, it's not really like a like a it's a wonderful life clean and and uh-uh. uh, yeah, it's kind of like dysfunctional family Dark. and yeah. uh, a little. Yeah, a little. But star. even like the little. tech, the texture of it, like if you could feel that movie, yeah. it would feel bumpy and grainy. A lot and of like, those movies do. I even think like Willy yeah. Wonka and the Chocolate Factory feels like that. Real yeah. grainy and, and like everything you, you could touch everything on the screen. But it leads to it. But as I got older, like college years when I gave it a second chance, but even before I had kids, I realized the magic of the dad in that movie. He is so fucking funny. Oh, he's so good. He's the reason why, like, parents like the movie, probably. I mean, obviously, there's a sweetness to it, but that guy is everybody. Like, we're all yeah. that guy. And we get to an age where we're so annoyed by fucking everything. Uh, yeah. Sorry. But he's also so loving. Like, they, they, make, they prop him up as this scary, like, goblin of a human. But, like, he's really got a good heart. And yeah, you, yeah. You kind of fall like in love Red. with him. Like, totally like Red yeah. from that 70s show. Yeah. But, uh... Um, I, I forgot why we went to Christmas Story. Box movie, movie game. Anyway, well, guys, <laughs> uh, thanks for watching. No, I want to talk about. I, there's a lot of things I want to talk about, and you guys can talk about whatever you want. But yeah. I have, I have like three things specifically I want to talk about. Like, I want to know how your guys's Halloween was. Hmm. I want, okay. and, and if you were anything for Halloween, and when I, I would love to talk about that with you guys. Okay. Uh, number two, uh, whatever happened to Jared, the subway guy, don't say anything. No spoilers. I just haven't seen him on TV and he used to do those subway commercials and I loved him. He'd go like, look at these pants. I can't, okay. these pants yeah. are so huge. So uh-huh. what happened to that guy? Yeah, Maybe we'll get to that. And then number three, Steve, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Uh, we, maybe I get to it. Okay. I don't know either. If, okay. So well, if, if there Joe isn't time, <laughs> okay well i i just figured it'd be kind of fun because what could that guy yeah. possibly be up to you know he's probably like you know uh uh doing some like tv thing you know i don't know in what a mansion I, uh in a mansion somewhere yeah like did he move to a mansion i want to know anyway uh so if we don't have time for that one i'd rather bump up today i i did something that is has filled my my cold heart with joy Mm. and i want to talk about that okay at some point but um and yeah but if you guys want to jump in with whatever the hell you want to talk about we can get to that later too oh well let's start off with uh halloween dude what'd you do well thank you joe i uh very quickly went to a couple of parties excuse me uh i went to a i think you should leave themed halloween party the sketch comedy (laughs) show from netflix tim uh tim robinson yeah yeah that's really good um and uh me matt rob and owen were uh and we didn't get a picture together for some reason probably because we threw it together so haphazardly but we were um the uh the dangerous (laughs) hazardly hap hap 
half two three <laughs> hazardly hazardly <laughs> three. Uh, 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 but uh, <laughs> it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. But um, we were the dangerous knights crew. Uh, the guys that that eat sloppy steaks. They pour That's such a gross it. sketch. Sloppy God, steaks. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, because he he uh, the sketch starts with him like at a party, going like, "I used to be a piece of shit. I used to be a real piece of shit." Remember that? <laughs> Did you guys see that? Yes. yes. It's so good. He's like slick back hair, and yeah. like, we used to go have sloppy steaks at Venison's <laughs> or whatever. And 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 then yeah, uh, so there so we had our hair all slicked back, and then we had uh, like blazers and then chains, and we just like went super douchey. Like Matt had a fedora, and uh, uh, we were those guys, and that was really cool. And then the next day, I went to another party, and I. Uh, I, I dressed up as a costume I assembled. Ooh, oh, fancy little cosplayer. I put together. Yeah, last year, my Halloween costume, I was very proud of it. I was Slimer before he died. Such a good idea, by the way. Uh, really well, good. That wasn't last year. It was the year before last. Jesus, because last year oh, was the... If it was in that year, it was a horrible idea. So yeah, I re- thank I you. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, guys. But it was really cool. And uh, Too early. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, because last year was like nothing. We were all just stuck inside for Halloween, which really sucked. But, um, uh, but, but, uh, but this year, I went as the mayor of Hollywood. Is that when you were the big puffy thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was this big inflatable like debutante and I had like a top hat and then I, I bought a sash from Etsy and it says mayor of Hollywood on it. And I had a big cigar and like I had my pockets were filled with money and I just like give people money and and I told people that I had a child bride, which didn't go over very well. But I am an but I was playing a character from like the 20s. So like, you know, it was kind of, and I kept going like it was a different time. I'm the mayor of Hollywood. And uh, anyway, but I was really proud of that costume. Too soon. Too soon. But, sorry, man. But I, I yeah, I had a great time. And that's it. That was my Halloween. That's really cool. Elliot, what did you do? Nice. Uh, I did nothing. I, I did. We yeah, we watched uh, this uh, very boring sci-fi show called Invasion. I don't know if you guys have seen that at all. Oh, I've seen the billboards. Yeah, uh, it's interesting, uh, but it's a slow mover. Um, it's like very little alien invasion, very mm. much family uh, drama, very uh, much uh, yeah, like yeah, kind of want to be leftovers a little bit. But uh, uh. we did that. Grace uh, originally the plan was my mom came to town last. Oh, Hayden, sorry, sorry, I was still listening. Jax was just asking. No, you're fine. Uh, food. Ugh, gross. Uh, yeah, I'm my listening. Mom, fuck Joe and his whole family. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to a uh, new podcast. Fuck Joe and yeah. his family. Uh, <laughs> Today we're going to talk a about it. off. <laughs> it's still under the umbrella. There we go. Uh, that fucking casserole uh, Heather mm. made. <laughs> Man, that sounds. Oh, my mom came to town. That was really great. And oh. then, uh, but yeah, it was really lovely. We hung out for a while, watched some movies. Uh, went to dinner and then on Halloween, uh, the original plan was for Grace and I to get dressed up as two Larry Davids. Uh, <laughs> so both Larry David. yeah. I love uh, it, dude. Grace we always tired. has good costume ideas. Oh, yeah. Was that she all did, Grace? 
Yeah, she did no fielding uh, uh, the yeah, night of did. Halloween last minute, and yeah. it took her it took her literally fifteen minutes to find. Because well, it's just the big sweater cool. and yeah, big sweater, pale face, and, yeah, yeah, very weird pose. But uh, it was yeah. all very fun. And then yeah, we watched TV, so it wasn't as exciting as is. Uh, I feel like this this Halloween passed me by. But uh, Joe, did you do the family? You didn't did treat it. We did the family thing. There was a lot of transitions happening. So last year we didn't get to do the Halloween. So this year right. there was people were chomping at the bit, so mm. to say. Yeah. And uh, so we did. We took Jackson trick or treating, and that was fun. Like it was fun to go like back to that type of normalcy again. You know that thing that we all miss. But it was also frightening at the same time because guess what? A lot of people wore masks Halloween style, but a lot of people didn't wear masks, not Halloween style. And they were just these massive crowds of people still like just bundled. Yeah. Together. And yeah. So I had a little bit of anxiety for that, but you know, we kept it safe and chill with our, our kids and our little group. And it was fun. People at houses were great. It was fun to see just a community actually coming together and bonding a little bit. Cause I think we've forgotten about that yeah. for a number of reasons in the last two to four years. Uh, yeah. So that felt good. Jackson was a, uh, he was a Fortnite character called Mesmer. Steve might know who that is. I don't think I do. Uh, Mesmer is the uh, original psych. He's one of the original psychologists who came up with mesmerism, and he used to hypnotize people and actually heal them using magnets. I wonder if that's got uh, something to do with it. I was writing a. Ben Franklin Franklin was one of the people who tried to verify whether or not what he was doing was real, and it wasn't. You you revealed a, a script I'm working on. That's like, it's like a it's like a mockumentary kind of like what we do in the shadows, but it's Ben Franklin going to study Mesmer. Really? No yeah. way. This is not true. No, no way. I swear to God, I've been working what? on it for like a like a year. <laughs> what? Yeah, it wasn't just Ben Franklin. There were other people there, too. Other yeah. big names. Yeah, yeah. To, it was like, verify. A, yeah, he basically assembles like a science team because some king is like, I heard that there's this guy hypnotizing yep. people and I want to send, he go, he calls for Ben Franklin and says, I want to send you to Germany to talk to this Anton Mesmer guy and find out if what he's doing is actually real magic or something. And some, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Ben Franklin assembles a team with the King's like money and stuff and then goes to like research this guy and stays with him and like researches his like whole thing and one this is fascinating i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna read about it yeah. and two i can't believe our conversation just led to this revelation <laughs> i know this it's, is insane it, my heart was like skipping when elliot was talking about well because mesmer <laughs> me, uh, like, we'll find me, it yeah because mesmer I, like i've been talking to owen owen's been working on this with me for a while and we were talking about how we were gonna do it like the first ever found footage movie like the what we do in the shadows kind of things style where there's like a camera crew following like these guys around and it's supposed to be like someone invented like a camera and they're following them around like what we do in the shadows that's style. very funny and it's that's all so good timey and uh, uh yeah so here we uh, go i got you yeah get, get, dude can i borrow that because i've been like assembling all these like i was watching like mesmer yeah. documentaries all right. and stuff. 
the magician healer, Mesmer. Some physicalists, however, were quasi-scientists at best, and some only pseudoscientists, yet even the latter are part of our story, since their theories of certain mental phenomena, though later disproved, Mesmer, led others to seek and discover valid explanations of those phenomena. Such was the case of Dr. Franz Anton Mesmer. Yeah. In the, the 1770s, when German nativists and British socialists were still relying on contemplation of psychology, Mesmer, a physician, was applying magnets to patients on yeah. the theory that the mind and body can be healed of disorders if the body's magnetic force fields are yeah. realigned. So that's the craziest part. He was basically like lying. He was, be- <laughs> yeah, of no, course. It well, but of the course, thing is it worked. <laughs> of course, it worked. He- well, hold on. It kind of worked. Work- it kind of worked, but it didn't because it it was exactly. like it was just like getting. But it did work. It would well. It would it all. It did was it got people to I guess like quiet their mind or something. Oh. I don't know. Maybe. And- I- Later, he did away with the magnets and he started just going behind a curtain and using the power of suggestion and it would heal people through the power. Uh, of, uh, yeah, it was like a form of psychology. For it's sure. the willing more it's than a, hypnosis. It's yeah, the willing like, mind is but, what we're talking about. But that's about. where mesmerism yeah. and mesmerizing all comes from because this. I can't guy, believe you're writing this thing about mesmer, dude. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I send, can't believe we just found that. out the origin of mesmerizing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what? I thought. I thought. Well, yeah, I thought this whole episode was going to be terrible, but I'm in. <laughs> I, you want me to talk through my? You want me to read you my notes? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that's that's so fascinating. Mesmerizing. Uh, let's see. Okay, yeah, so yeah. okay, so my idea is is that it's not. He would wear big robes. He would wear. He would look like a genie. Yeah, dude, that's the thing. Theatrical. Like, if I yeah. could cast someone as my dream version of Anton Mesmer, it would be Jemaine Clement for sure. Yeah. Dude, is this uh, like also the? Do you think this is the the catalyst for? the the wizard of oz and the idea of him being behind the curtain and controlling people well from in my the curtain. version of it i want it to be that like that that mesmer is real and what he's doing is absolutely real and works and it's real magic uh or like real like he's got like powers or something but um but ben franklin lies to the king because he re- he knows that if he told him about like real magic or something he would have that guy murdered essentially killed so he like secretly continues to study that kind of stuff and it would go off into like a series of movies where he'd like go do other things like that where he'd go study like uh real life things that that might have been really supernatural or something in but a, it's in a, ta- in a time travel-y way or only no it's in- not it's not see that's the thing it's not the ben franklin time traveler ben franklin <laughs> But that's in a different universe. Yeah, it can be. it's not. It's. It, I thought it would be funny if it was, but and I still want to play Ben Franklin, but I want to do it like in a weird like. Did you ever see? Fuck, what was that movie with Steve Buscemi that we've talked about before? That was like kind of like that. The Stalin one. The Stalin one. Yeah. yeah. So like they're all just kind of using their regular voices and they're all just kind of like not speaking in any accents or anything. And and they also don't really look like who they're supposed to look like. It's kind of it's going to be more like that. Like that was the idea I had pretty much. So it's like a version of it's like how we what we did with Ben Franklin Time Traveler, but doing it in like a movie way, I guess. I don't know. It's All right, hard to I'm gonna, the synchronicity gonna of this passage. podcast is insane. It's very synchronistic, yeah. So this is from uh, the story of psychology by Morton Hunt, page one ten. Mesmerism, uh-huh. as the treatment was soon called, 
became the Dernier Cree, something Latin. People flocked to Mesmer's salon, acolytes studied under him, and his disciples wrote at least 200 pamphlets and books about his treatment in less than a decade. Then we'll cut a little bit earlier, or a little bit later, where it says Mesmerism began to actually gain some respectability. Mm -hmm. A physician used it to treat neuroses. Okay. James Brain, a Braid, a Scottish physician, after performing a number of experiments with mesmerism, said that its major effect was due not to magnetism flowing from the mesmerist, but rather to the susceptibility of the patient. Dang. Which is which is really what would you the, just said. Which you is totally really yeah. No, I love that because it does just kind of like, you know, it it kind of solidifies what that like where even the idea of hypnotism kind of comes from. Oh yeah. Which is yeah. totally from that. So that's all fascinating, but what I need to know is who did he sleep with and did he die a juicy okay, but, death? But wait, check this out. So I so in my notes for this movie, um, it's which is untitled, but uh I so I have that the characters are King Louis the Sixteenth. Good character. Uh, Good character. And and then here's the team of medical doctors and scientists, real life medical doctors and scientists that were hired for this. Chemist Antoine Lavoisier, Lavoisier, who is the discoverer of hydrogen and oxygen. Wow. Yeah. How cool is that? Also the name of his children. And get and you might recognize this guy's name, Dr. Joseph Guillotine. Yeah, he did a good he did a good thing. Yeah, he was the co-founder of the Academy of Medicine in Paris and the creator of the guillotine. Um, Astronomer Jean Bailly, who is the senior member of French Academy of Sciences and studies the moons of Jupiter. And then there was Ben Franklin, who is the American ambassador to France. And then Franz Anton Anton Mesmer. Um, So, Do you know that Mesmer bought a harmonica? Um, and learned how to play it and became proficient at it oh because my God, Ben Franklin, Ben Franklin invented the harmonica. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So Mesmer bought it, learned how to play it. Oh man, can you imagine that scene where he intro- he? It should just be like in Star Wars when Obi Wan <laughs> just- gives Luke the lightsaber. <laughs> Your father wanted me to give you this, <laughs> and he just pulls it out. And he's instantly good at it. <laughs> Jesus, Ben Franklin, uh, come on, can't invent everything. Um, and he was good at it, um, dude. So like all those guys, the guy that's the discoverer of hydrogen and oxygen, the guy that created the guillotine, like they're all like they write themselves characters, right? Like they're all different archetypes and weirdos. And I hope you make the guillotine character constantly uh, interrupting people as if he's cutting people <laughs> off. <laughs> that's really funny. That's so good. It adds another layer of the joke. But yeah, he's kind of like a weirdo. Like he's kind of uh, everyone's scared of him. And and I wrote that there's one character that's afraid of the cameras and thinks that they're going to take his soul. So he like tries to avoid the cameras and he's like real scared of it. And that's James Camera. <laughs> Uh, and then I wrote down that I should watch 1776 and Amadeus. You should just watch those. Just watch them. Oh, oh, and then vaguely. Oh, shit, you guys. Elliot, do you know about... Oh, shit. Okay, hold on, hold on. This is this is going to be the sequel. I wrote down what the sequel was. Um, and I forgot all about this, and it's real, and it's so fucking cool. Does it have anything to do with my daughter's costume? <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Holy shit. She was Tate from Murder House with the skeleton face. <laughs> Serial killing ghost, but she also had a broken leg. So there's a lot of things that we can cover here. There's a chance that we can connect it. We can make this happen. Yeah. Um, no, there's uh there was this there was this famous thing called the the hellfire club hellfire close enough boom nice. it counts nice do you know what nice. i'm talking no, <laughs> about, about. I've heard whatever it is whatever it is i love it. are you guys ready for this yes. this is one of the most like mysterious real true stories of like uh I don't know which specific uh I don't know where well we'll we'll learn together because I kind of like forgot a lot about it but the, it, there's a lot of mystery surrounding it and then there's a monkey yeah uh, that's that's I, a, I knew I was that's a, <laughs> that's a part of it and I think Benjamin Franklin is involved so the hellfire <laughs> and so the hellfire club is one of the most notorious men's clubs in all of history Oh, that's what it was. It was a secret men's club. You didn't know what they were doing there. And it was all powerful people. And Ben Franklin was one of the members of the club. Yeah, he was also, I think, one of the uh, maybe one of the um, what do you call that uh, society that's still around the Freemasons? The Qua- the oh, yeah, the Freemasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Uh, did you know, Steve, that there is a movie about Mesmer? Not that I think it impedes yeah, on what you're yeah. doing. Do yeah. you know who plays Mesmer? Yeah, isn't it? Uh, is it like Gary Oldman or something? Or like close? The, the it's the it's a version of Gary Oldman that's not with us anymore. Alan Rickman. Oh, you that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Did um, you know also, that joke? Uh, no, but like the, you gave the clue that led me right to it. But also, did you guys know <laughs> that Jared Fogel, Subway former Subway spokesperson, is in the Federal Correctional Institute in Inglewood? Eagle. Whoa! Oh. I thought I didn't Why? think we have time to talk about that. That's nah, not important. <laughs> oh my goodness, guys, the holidays are almost upon us. And you know what that means. It's time to lean in. You know what we're talking about. We're talking hugs. We're talking secret family recipes. We're talking about seeing the looks on your loved one's faces as they all unwrap their matching PJ sets at the same time. Yeah, doesn't that sound cool and fun and cozy? I think it does, because this year, MeUndies wants to help you bring comfort home for the holidays. That's right, comfort home for the holidays with you bring it with you wear it on your body wear it under your clothes it'll be your little secret your little christmas secret this is your sign to surround your family and friends with comfort and hey while you're at it why not get a little something something for yourself too you know what we're talking about okay so of course we're talking about me undies you guys you know we love me undies here at the valley folk i personally am a huge fan i'm actually wearing them right now they even just sent me a hoodie recently in my last package from them and it has no right to be as comfortable as it is so here's the deal with new classic plaid and holiday sweater prints me undies is turning up the comfort this holiday season. That's a better thing to turn up than say a lot of those songs I think we're all sick of. I won't name names. Their undies, loungewear, and sleepwear are made out of soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics that are ideal for getting cozy by the fire with a ooh, mm, nice hot cup of cocoa. Make the whole fam smile with mashing PJ sets or spoil your partner with plush robes and slippers. Whatever you decide, everyone will be rolling into the new year comfier than ever before. Available in sizes from extra small all the way up to 4XL. Me undies has a little something for everyone on 
on your list. You're looking for maybe even more inspiration? Well, guess what? Check out their holiday gift guide for all things cozy and comfy. So, MeUndies has a great offer for listeners of the Valley Cast. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping right to your door. Your days of fighting for your life in the mall parking lot are over. Congratulations. You didn't even know we were gifting you with that. So, happy holidays. So, to get 15% off your first order free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Valley. That's MeUndies.com slash valley and you'll get 50 percent off and you'll get free shipping and 100 satisfaction guarantee anything's pretty cool meandies.com slash valley to get 15 percent off your first order free shipping and a 100 satisfaction guarantee you uh you won't regret it we do we do 100 satisfaction guarantee it but you know what else is fun your closet you like your closet right you know your closet but do you know what your closet sounds like do you know what your closet is whispering to you Yeah, does it whisper your taste? Does it scream everything you like about yourself when you walk out the door with Stitch Fix Freestyle, a shop that evolves alongside your taste? Your closet will scream so you without actually screaming. Because if that starts to happen, that is something you should report to either the police or someone that is a professional who can help you work out what's maybe going on on a deep level. But this is a figurative kind of screaming, a screaming about your own personal style, and that's my favorite kind of scream. Uh, Stitch Fix is absolutely wonderful. You know the feeling when you stumble upon a piece of clothing that's just so perfect for you, and you didn't even know you wanted it, but now you can't live without it? Yeah, that's how you feel when using new Stitch Fix Freestyle. It's absolutely wonderful. Just so you guys know, this Stitch Fix is one of the best brands out there for getting clothes that actually make you feel like you, and you just plug it in, and then someone designs for you, and then they ship it to you. So introducing Stitch Fix Freestyle, this is a shop built just for you. Stitch Fix Freestyle is your trusted style destination where you can discover and instantly buy curated items based on your style, likes, and best part, lifestyle. Whether you're looking for a brand you love or just to try a new one, at Stitch Fix Freestyle, you can shop a range of over 1,000 brands personalized to your size and fit. Finally, something for it's you. And it's all, it's, it's you and it's, you know it's you and you look like you. Because that's what you've always wanted to do because you walk out and you go, ah, this doesn't feel like me. I do that all the time. And at Stitch Fix, it rescued me from that. It sends me a whole package of goodies and I try them on I go I like this one well I like this one too and I like this one but if I end up not liking something there's a prepaid envelope I just put it in there ship them back to you no problem whatsoever with styles for workouts to workwear for lounging around the house or for a night out on the town Stitch Fix Freestyle has clothes for literally any occasion and that's good because we have a lot of occasions coming up pretty soon plus there's no subscription required and they offer free shipping returns and exchanges so get started today by filling out your style quiz at stitchfix.com slash valleycast that's stitchfix.com slash valleycast to try stitch fix freestyle stitchfix.com slash valleycast go to stitchfix.com slash valleycast to try stitch fix freestyle and get all your clothes and start having your closet scream at you in a figurative way that is not scary but very good back to the show thank you for being here i love you so okay so here's so this club the hellfire club was this notorious weird secretive thing and it says that its members frequently got together and reportedly committed weird depraved and sordid acts most of which took place in the hellfire caves a labyrinth of underground man-made caverns over half a mile long in high wycombe england 
Specific- sounds like boys being boys. Yeah. 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 Sounds like more fun than I'll ever get to have. <laughs> it was specific, and all of these caverns and shit and these castles were specifically created for the purposes of their club. So they yeah. built this like Gold. right. And, okay, Did you so, know that the first 33 years of their club's existence was just building the cave? <laughs> <laughs> so so imagine like how much ripe for story stuff is in there. And imagine that being the sequel to this, what we do in the Shadows Mesmer movie, all about this like crazy club. But it's, Steve, it's, I hope you pursue this to its fullest degree. Oh, I, 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 want you to, I want you guys to hold me accountable because I, I'm really excited about it. I do want to hold you accountable, but I do want to give a note. I think the first thing is the movie, like what we do in the shadows, but the Hellfire Club is a, is a Netflix series, 100%. Oh, it could, yeah, because then you could just do story after yep. story about the place. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so let me tell you guys. So, so you guys want to hear more about the Hellfire Club? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So during its heyday in the mid 18th century, you guys want to have some music for this? Oh my goodness. Could we just put violet? You're turning violet on re- violet. <laughs> you're turning violet, 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 violet. Oh, that's close. Um, <laughs> now nah, we don't need any music. All right. During its heyday in the mid 18th century, the club was known as the order of the friars yeah. of, of St. Francis of Wycombe so named for its leader sir francis dashwood dashwood and his club mates most of them other respected men of british society including prime ministers members of parliament and so on likely dabbled in womanizing gambling and potentially even sacrifices to pagan gods boys be a boy I feel like that kind of buried the lead. I don't think the sacrifices of pagan gods is as uh, as, as crazy as the other two things. But here's the best part. There's no exact record of what went on in this legendary club. Like no one ever spilled. And, what and- happens in the something club stays in the- <laughs> So among the stories of the club's seedy shenanigans is one involving a baboon. All right. So here's the baboon. Oh, no. <laughs> The story, outrageous as it is, could potentially be used to answer a few questions about the political fallout between John Montagu, 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 and the fourth Earl of Sandwich and John Wilkes, a journalist and politician who were both known members of the Hellfire Club. Uh, so what happened with the baboon? There are many different accounts of the baboon-related incident, but suffice it to say that most of that most point the finger of blame squarely at Wilkes, who allegedly brought the animal dressed to look like the devil. Just rocking a baboon. You guys with me on this? Just rocking a baboon. <laughs> to the secret Steve, club. Steve, <laughs> you're not going to believe this? I'm more with you right now than I ever have. <laughs> I want to hear. I am I am hanging on everywhere. He came to the secret boys club with a baboon dressed like a devil. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. He brought it to one of the Hellfire Club's Roush. Rashes, rashes parties, rashes parties, ruckus. <laughs> so he brought a fucking baboon dressed like the devil to a party. Ah, that a wily party. Wilkes, that Cert- wily wily Wilkes. Certain accounts speak of him letting it loose on one of their rituals, 
while others state he rigged a chest to spring open when he pulled a string which released the baboon however a lot of work in every version of the story the monkey always ends up in the vicinity of the earl of sandwich (laughs) as the tale goes the earl was so frightened by the beast as he believed it to be the devil himself oh boy that he reportedly begged it to spare him saying he was but half a sinner quote unquote and not as wicked as some of the other men in the room doubtless (laughs) if this truly did occur it would have been a dreadful embarrassment for montague who have who may have never lived it down so you know maybe they were high on drugs or something maybe <laughs> and this is all Man. happening in a secret cave. <laughs> Steve, I if by drugs you mean brotherly love uh, <laughs> and camaraderie. Yeah, and good times. Just boys being boys. See, I want to go in a time machine, and we're not going to use it for anything super important. We're only going to go back five or six years. We're going to get you on drunk history and you're going to tell this story. Oh, I love it. I'd love it. I know. My I wish. God. I know. Isn't it so good? Because you could have like a, you could have like Chris Kattan playing the baboon. Oh, man. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, man. Feet to the fire, dude. You have to get it done. So, yeah, I mean, this fucking Hellfire Club is ripe for uh, you could even just call the series the Hellfire Club. And every oh, yeah. single episode it is so crazy like that. Right. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness, man! All right, well now it's out there, so I have to make myself accountable for it. But wow. now that you've talked about it and laughed about it, you probably have, you know, the motivations probably. Yeah, gone. yeah, and the yeah. fact that you guys like the idea yeah. is helpful. Yeah, too. but you just gave it away for free. You don't have to do exactly. it now. <laughs> so, yeah, someone else is going to take it now. Your reward was us laughing a little bit at it. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's all I want, honestly. That's what I want. <laughs> man. Yeah, I love it, dude. That's so great. Isn't yeah. that great? I love that we went on that whole Mesmer journey. I think I found the Mesmer movie on YouTube or something and kind of scrubbed through it. And it was just one of those cheesy like romance movies. Like he fell in love with one of the girls. He was like mesmerizing. But the truth is, is that this Mesmer guy was basically taking advantage of men and women and was doing like kind of like largely sexual things with uh, the women too. And it, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, but also the what he left behind, even though it was scientifically not good, also opened <laughs> the door for people in an era of Victorian kind of repressed sexuality to start being able to explore. Oh, I love that. I love that. So he did serve oh. a good in the grand scheme of things. He was probably a charlatan and, and pro- certainly produced for a fact many charlatans, but he did a in the history of things. He, he played a role. Yeah, certainly. Certainly. I'm just got to check this box off in my big word bingo. Thanks, Sh- Elliot. Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Just you'd never heard charlatan. Uh, I have, but it's been a long time since it's no, been no, used no, casualty. For sure. I think I yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to. Wait, did you learn that in one of the the classes you're taking, or did you just casually know all? What this? do you mean, charlatan is a funny... no, no, not the word. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, no, just all this. Oh, all about mesmer, mesmer about yeah. mesmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you know so much? Is it cl- classes school? I took a class on intro to depth psychology a year ago. 
Wow. wow. So that's why this book is like, a, I've had this for like a year, but it's uh, very, very interesting. This book is very good for folks who are listening, who are interested in the story of psychology, but it mentions all these little uh, weird people who popped up that ended up not doing a lot, but also if it wasn't for them, other people wouldn't have been able to find out other things. That's very Isn't that just it, man? In the world of like in science and in uh, psychology, it's very much like people paving the way for people. Con- like, like Linnaeus gets a lot of shit because he thought that giraffes evolved because their necks got long because they stretched their necks out to eat fruit and then it produced other giraffes to to have long necks reflect that in evolution necks out right but that was so close to what actually works but it wasn't correct at all and Linnaeus gets crapped on all the time but without Linnaeus we wouldn't have our ordering system in science of Mm -hmm. the the phylums and the species and that's that's so cool aren't they aren't giraffes like intimately uh, associated with another animal deer. they're related to it's deer right <laughs> what's that bo bird i think it's a bo bird i'm sorry he talks about yeah giraffes are weird deer aren't giraffes, um, aren't giraffes just, cool. like um kind of cool i think giraffes are pretty cool yeah man not as cool as mesmer though or the <laughs> hellfire club yeah i know isn't that great it's so fun right there's so much it's so ripe for stories and you can just have all these like old-timey people getting in big trouble and stuff and like (laughs) uh, yeah you know and then just never telling anybody what happens and you could even go outside of the club lives and see like them with their wives and stuff and they go like what the fuck you guys do in that fucking club like and (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah I love it. Uh, I love it. It's so stupid and funny. Do you guys think there's a uh, stuff like that still going on? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, people have still, still got a lot of wonderings about the Masons for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. I was even talking to people who like know people or have family in the, in the stone Masons or the, um, yeah, yeah. super secretive. It's like, super secretive. Yeah, it's super yep. secretive. And it is kind of like this Hellfire and Club in the sense that a boys club, like yeah. straight up. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. Freemasons are, I think, yeah, very much still masculine. Yeah. Kind and of. it's very much not don't talk about it kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Even though it's probably just boys being boys, like we're talking about. Just do you guys want to? Boys. Do you guys want to promise to each other that if any of us ever get into the Freemason stuff, we'll just kind of just talk about it? I know people who are in Knights of Columbus. What's that? Is that something similar? That's like a good idea. I think think we can talk about the Knights of Columbus, but they. I think they do have cool places to hang out. They do get their little areas do you know who i'm talking about the knights yeah. of columbus yeah there's also moose lodge yeah, Elks lodge. yeah there's <laughs> moose lodge. well those are I'm like, i know my parents are in the moose lodge but i don't think they're like setting baboons loose on people isn't the moose lodge the freemasons no i don't think no. so moose lodge is something else it's just like the wild order of buffalo wild buffaloes or whatever what are it's, the what's the, the, Flintstone, the, the flintstones thing the wild the oh yeah they, of buffaloes they got the head the water they might be the yeah. water buffaloes yeah it's a, <laughs> yeah. yeah the loyal the, the loyal loyal order, order of, of buffalo of buffaloes a, yeah so there's the loyal order of moose is a fraternal and service organization for, founded in 1888 and headquartered in moose heart illinois and it's just boys being boys just a moose fraternity <laughs> it's just a way for guys it's a fraternity for adults yeah i yeah. Uh, so they could continue to fraternize while society can't look down on them. 
for doing things that are debaucherous. According like drinking, to one like, of oh, the first yeah. things that come up when you Google it and it goes to that like question and answer section, it says, people also ask, what is the purpose of Moose Lodge? And the answer says, <laughs> nobody the whole, knows. The whole, purpose, <laughs> the whole purpose and focus of the Moose is to give back to our community in bold. It isn't oh, just about a sure. place to have a drink and yeah, you don't have to be a drinker to have fun at the lodge it's all uh, about it helps. helping our community <laughs> you drink, like a the drink? drinks cost do you know if you go to moose lodge you know how much a drink costs joe how much you can get whatever you want for like two to three dollars well let's sign up oh so my parents my parents will go to the moose lodge in sarasota because it has a balcony and they can or a patio they can look out on the ocean and the drinks cost two to three dollars why aren't we? But all I'm sure moose? they're doing a lot for their community. They are. They at least built a patio <laughs> that you can drink on. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Every town has a moose lodge. I bet if you type into Google oh, moose yeah. lodge, you've got one in your town probably. There's and it's probably just like older people and yeah. like maybe, uh, you know. Yep. We'll mostly, be there. We'll mostly, be there one day. <laughs> probably <laughs> mostly Western white American males. But who knows? Most, most who likely. Knows? Who most knows? likely. I, I, I wouldn't know. I'm just assuming. Um, uh, do you guys do you guys have any other things that you would like to Whoa. say? Guys, we just <laughs> we just rocked a, an hour almost. Um, crazy. Uh, I got we really got caught up at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't really we, know what's going on. We with talked you guys so at much all. about Mesmer. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got I a new keep job. About That's cool. Yeah. 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 Let's keep talking about Mesmer. Uh, Joe, no, congratulations yeah. on your job. How you doing? And what can you say? I can and say it at what all. Can't yeah. you say? I'm executive yeah. producing over at 100 Thieves with a bunch of friends from our past. Yeah. Which is the crazy part. I'm working with Jay, Jeremy Azevedo from the Source Fed days. Yeah. I'm working with Ryan Todd from of the Nuclear days Family and Nuclear days. Family. I'm yeah. working with Ricky Mizuno from the Source Fed days. Yeah. Autumn. Like all of these random people have come together to work for this company, which is basically like a content creating, but more, uh, I don't want to say more focused on, but like foundationally built upon esports. Esports, so yeah. Learning a crap ton about. The world of esports. Well, you found you finally found your way after half a decade of the Valley Folk, Joe. You finally found your way to something that has the word sports in it. I'm there, everybody, <laughs> and I have never understood less about the sport in yeah. which I am somewhat closely Eve. associated with. I, and I feel like even though you're a sports fan and a gamer, some would say old school at least some uh, might say uh you know it, it's you'd think that e-gaming e-sports would be like a very interesting thing but it's they're not kind of they're not really one in the same thing feels more foreign to me my friends <laughs> yeah because it's not quite sports in the traditional definition of sports and it's not quite e <laughs> <laughs> But they do. What I'm finding out is that they do treat a lot of the aspects of it like a sport. Like they have physical trainers on staff for esports teams and stuff like that. Like it's crazy. It's it's F- stuff physical, yeah. physical, physical trainers. What are we doing here? What are we talking about? Like, well, 
because they're sitting there for hours and yeah. hours and, and hours. You gotta so, have like you got a good blood flow going. Like I mean, they get and, them out and get them to go exercise. They yeah. like make sure that they're kind of like a, staying trained, like a like, like an bed athlete. rest. Did you like know that the yeah, opposite of bed rest? Yeah. Did you know that there that if you sit for too long gaming, your your blood will have too much hard of a time. <laughs> Brumping, uh, pumping, and then you could die, and someone blood boils. It just spoils. It gets someone died in a cafe. uh, Someone died in an e e cafe, a gaming cafe, and we did a source fed story about it, and they died because they were sitting and playing video games for too long. I think I remember what you're talking about. They were. It was uh, Japan, perhaps. Yeah, I think it was Japan or somewhere, some Eastern. Was that the cause of death? Two video games for too long. Well, the cause of death was um, like so they, cardiovascular. Yeah, there, yeah, group, there, like, yeah, because like, it was it was literally like the blood pumping. It was like there were there were blood vessels being blocked or something while they were sitting there, or like there was there were like arteries being blocked and they just atrophied and then died. <laughs> sorry. All right, I wanna. But congrats gonna... on your job. Joe. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> No, but you know, in the, because we don't know anything about esports, but there's definitely people that make sure you're working out or at least moving your body because these these kids do sit there all day and play video games like on their PCs and shit. Yep, yep. So it's it's uh, quite the I'm. Um, it's interesting. It's like we've all had jobs before, but I'm relearning what it's like to have a daily like job in this sense. Like we've worked for ourselves for so long, but now I'm working with others and stuff and. Uh, reflexing muscles that I haven't flexed for a nice. while, but it's uh, it's fun. Good good group of guys. I'm working with. Um, there's a lot of cross section or crossover. I'm also doing like a G4. Like I host a, a game show over there sometimes, and some oh, of the yeah. talent from here also frequent over there. And you're just finding that you know we were we have our little incestuous pocket of the YouTube and online digital creation, but there's other pockets and they're all incestuous and we all know everybody in some way or yep. shape or form. So, yeah. Um, I, so lo- I love that you've made your way into this industry, which is very lucrative and very popular. Ugh. Well, I don't know how it's lucrative yet. Cause I don't understand it, but maybe, but I'll you know, it's lucrative, <laughs> you know, it's lucrative for some. It's just a different world, man. Yeah, like, it's crazy. It's, like these are they're like they are treated like real sports c- celebrities pretty much. Wouldn't you um, say? These e sports guys. Dude, yeah. it's nuts. But in the turnover is also crazy. Like in these teams, it's it's you'll be on a team at 18 years old, blow up, but then you could be off that team in 6 months and you're easily replaced and then a lot of these people are retiring before they're 25. Like the CEO of the company Nade shot. He was a one of like he's a Call of Duty champion. He won like X Games back in the day, and he's not that old now. But he started this company I think like five years ago almost, and he had retired a year before that, like at twenty two or twenty three wow, or something. Geez, from retired from esporting <laughs> because they because they they get too old <laughs> or because yeah, they. Or, and what is, what no, is, I, think I they, have questions. I think they make enough money, dude. They make enough like, money. Does something? What do they? What do they do after that? Like to say retire? Like if I was to retire at twenty three, I feel like I'd be massively. He depressed. retired from esports. 
Yeah, so then he went and did whatever the hell else. Yeah, probably sells NFTs and is a crypto boy Um, or something. Well, no, I mean, he started a company. Like, he's. Well, not this specific person. I mean, I'm just saying, hypothetically, if you you retire at 20 or 21, you're going to like do everything a 21 year old thinks is cool right now. (laughs) I cannot buy and sell NFTs. Yeah. I can't like talk out of place for a lot of the, the the esports athletes and why they retire so early but i think a lot of them do i think fast twist muscles has a lot to do with it um young kids probably do better otherwise people would stay with it forever are you but serious I know, what did you really? say fast, is that true fast twitch muscles like fast, just being fast switch re- muscles and responses and stuff response time so like uh like hand coordination yeah so you're wow. saying their that youth really that has sense. a lot to do mm-hmm. with it? I think youth has a lot to do with wow. it. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so okay. What other lessons in life can we learn from today? Youth, <laughs> youth has a lot to do with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is, is that as far youth. as as far as getting the most out of this life, youth has youth. something to do with it. <laughs> Right, Steve, uh, can you um, en- enable screen sharing? I'd like to screen sure. share some uh, yeah, of course. thing I found. It's breaking news, and I would love to be able to share it with you boys. Uh, how do we do this? Uh, let me see. Uh, I probably have to click on share screen. Uh, multiple participants can share. Yes, that's what we would like. Is that working? Let's Tell me if that worked. Yes, I can share my screen now. Tight. Great. So I have this breaking news story that I want to share with you guys. So one second here. This is <laughs> just a picture of your butt. Okay. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh my God! Look at that healthy man. <laughs> Who's that? Who's a young boy? Oh, is this about? I can't hear it. You guys can't hear it. Can you hear it, Elliot? Oh no! Let's try well, that. I see it. Oh, there it is. The baby's name is Carter, and in this video, you can see the infant reading from Carter. That's not what we care about. Embarrassing us in front of Michael J. Fox and Christopher. Here we Roy. go. But good on the family of this kid. Obviously, they're feeding him good stuff. Who's that handsome guy? Parents, take a cue, huh? Any news that should make everyone equally sigh in relief? Jared Fogle, the piece of shit subway guy, has officially been sentenced to over 15 years in jail. When it works, it works. Of course, the reasoning behind it comes from the charge. The piece of shit subway guy. Verdict stated he'd served 15 years and 18 months in prison. And we'll have to what? Dollars in restitution to 14 victims, two women who were under 18 when he traveled to New York City to have sex with them, and 12 children who prosecutors say he knew were being secretly recorded. That's enough of that, Jesus. <laughs> Whoa, Sorry. that's a good fucking turn. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. Why were you talking so fast? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that took such a turn. Uh, <laughs> did you guys see what I did? What did you do? Going off with babies. Let, hold on, let you go back and do it again. Hang on, this is funny. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, damn it! Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. God dang it! We'll have to turn. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. What? A- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's crazy to see that young Steve. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, guys. Okay. <laughs> what a show. Have fun with that, Kevin. 
Don't let that one slip by, Kevin. <laughs> I loved it. I love talking to you guys. I'm glad that we're back in the saddle again, so to speak. <laughs> and then the next episode or so should be in this new kind of studio space for the show, for the podcast. It is set up. If and, not, uh, if not next one, the one after that. Yeah, yeah, soonish. I think we're 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 working our way towards it. So, um, but in the meantime, we hope you guys enjoyed the show, and we appreciate all of the patrons. We appreciate all of the uh, backers of the movie movie game, and we appreciate you casual listeners too, who just want to listen to what these wacky boys have to say. <laughs> Some would say we're mesmerizing, and that's the podcast. In England in the 1840s, mesmerism began to gain respectability and John, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>